Hey everyone, this lesson is on the best and worst foods to eat if you have irritable bowel syndrome. So the foods we're going to talk about in this lesson have either been shown to improve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome or IBS or worsen symptoms of IBS. So let's first talk about what IBS is. So IBS is a functional bowel disorder characterized by intermittent and chronic abdominal pain associated with changes in bowel habits. So there's pain that's associated with changes in bowel habits, whether that be constipation and or diarrhea. So we see abdominal pain with defecation with the bowel movement itself. And we also see a change in stool frequency. So either increased frequency or decreased frequency and or changes in consistency of the stool. So either constipation or diarrhea. And then there's some other associated symptoms as well, like tenismus, bloating, those types of symptoms. If you want more information on irritable bowel syndrome in general, including risk factors and other signs and symptoms, including ways to diagnose and treat it, please check my lesson on that topic. But having said all that, we come to the actual topic of this lesson. So certain dietary selections can improve or exacerbate symptoms of IBS. We're going to talk about those in the next upcoming slides. A lot of what we're going to talk about in this lesson comes from this article entitled Irritable Bowel Syndrome and Dietary Interventions. So the first dietary selection we're going to talk about here is high fiber. So what's been found is that increased fiber consumption has been demonstrated to reduce and improve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome. Now the caveat here is that high fiber improves symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome that is associated with constipation. So a constipation predominant irritable bowel syndrome. So high fiber improve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome predominantly with constipation. So the goal here is at least 30 grams of fiber per day, and this has been shown to actually help improve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome, especially the constipation type. So some foods where we can get a lot of fiber include nuts, particularly almonds, beans, lentils, peas, whole grain foods, vegetables like broccoli, fruit, bran, and psyllium. So again, high fiber, at least 30 grams of fiber per day, and we can see that there's a lot of different foods we can get fiber from. Irritable bowel syndrome may also be improved with a lactose-free diet. So it may be best to avoid dairy products or choose lactose-free options. And this is particularly beneficial with those with lactose intolerance. So there are some cases where an individual may have some mild lactose intolerance, so maybe best to try to reduce or avoid dairy products or, again, choose lactose-free options. So, again, high fiber has been shown to improve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome constipation type. At least 30 grams of fiber per day is recommended, and we can get fiber from nuts, beans, lentils, peas, whole grain foods, vegetables, fruit, and bran, and psyllium. And then lactose-free diet or lactose-free options may actually be beneficial with individuals who have irritable bowel syndrome, especially those with lactose intolerance. And even if they don't know they're completely lactose intolerant, they may have some mild lactose intolerance, so it may be best to avoid lactose in general. Another good dietary option is choosing a low FODMAP diet. So FODMAP stands for fermentable oligo, dye, and monosaccharides, and polyols. So try to reduce these fermentable oligo, dye, and monosaccharides, and polyols. And we can find these in different types of fruits and vegetables, like garlic, onions, wheat, rye, lactose, 
high fructose corn syrup, mangoes, and blackberries. So again, it's good to try to avoid these types of foods. The next beverage that is good to avoid comes from this article entitled Efficiency of Diet Change in Irritable Bowel Syndrome. And that beverage is caffeine. So it's best to avoid caffeine if you have irritable bowel syndrome because caffeine stimulates gut motility. So it increases the motility of your gastrointestinal system. So it increases gastrointestinal activity. This can particularly exacerbate or worsen diarrhea. So if you have irritable bowel syndrome, diarrhea type, this can worsen that or worsen symptoms. So it's again, best to avoid or reduce caffeine intake and doing so is associated with an improvement of irritable bowel syndrome symptoms. So again, it's best to avoid FODMAP. So a low FODMAP diet can improve symptoms of IBS. And then it's also good to try to avoid caffeine as well because caffeine stimulates gastrointestinal functioning or gut motility, and it can worsen diarrhea. So again, best to avoid caffeine. We can also see that gluten-free diets can improve irritable bowel syndrome symptoms as well. So avoidance of gluten has been demonstrated to reduce symptoms of IBS even in the context of a patient not having celiac disease. So there has been a study performed showing that six weeks of a gluten-free diet leads to a significant improvement in IBS symptoms. So where can we get gluten? Gluten comes from the brow foods. So brow standing for barley, rye, some oats, and wheat. We can also get it in foods that contain these types of products. So beer, cereals, baked goods, pastas, dressings, and gravies. And then it's also been found that low-fat diets improve symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome as well. So high-fat diet is associated with worsening of IBS symptoms. And reducing fat intake may actually help reduce IBS symptoms. So the goal here is less than 27 grams of fat per day. So even avoidance of gluten in a patient that does not have celiac disease can improve symptoms of IBS within six weeks. And we find gluten in the brow foods, barley, rye, oats, and wheat. We can find it in beer, cereals, baked goods, pastas, dressings, and gravies. And there's other foods as well. Please look up online for the complete list of foods and beverages that contain gluten. And a low-fat diet may also help reduce IBS symptoms as well. And the goal here is less than 27 grams of fat per day. The next dietary selections come from this randomized controlled trial entitled Dietary Sorbitol and Manitol, Food Content and Distinct Absorption Patterns Between Healthy Individuals and Patients with Irritable Bowel Syndrome. So from that randomized controlled trial, it was found that avoiding sorbitol and mannitol can improve irritable bowel syndrome symptoms. So sorbitol and mannitol are both polyols. So we talked about FODMAPs again, and the P in FODMAPs is polyols. Sorbitol and mannitol, because they're polyols, have been associated with an increased exacerbation of IBS symptoms. So it's best to reduce consumption of sorbitol and mannitol. So where can we actually get these polyols? So the first one I want to mention here is sugar-free gum. So in sugar-free gum, they often use sorbitol, as a sweetener for the gum. So if you're chewing a lot of sugar-free gum, this can lead to diarrhea, so increased IBS symptoms. We can also see sorbitol and mannitol being present in asparagus, peaches, and apples. And apples in particular have a lot of sorbitol as well. The next dietary selection comes from this article entitled Consumption of Spicy Foods in the Prevalence of Irritable Bowel Syndrome. 
So from that article, it was found that avoiding spicy foods improves IBS. So spicy food consumption is associated with an increased prevalence in symptoms of IBS. And it was found that particularly when eating spicy foods greater than 10 times per week. So eating a lot of spicy foods increases symptoms of IBS. So even though it seems that you need to consume a lot of spicy foods, it may be best to just avoid spicy foods in general to see if that improves your symptoms of IBS. So again, it's best to avoid sorbitol, mannitol, as these are polyols and their consumption is associated with increased IBS symptoms. And we can find sorbitol, mannitol in sugar-free gum, asparagus, peaches, and apples. And it's also best to avoid spicy foods, especially high consumption of spicy foods, as this also increases the prevalence of IBS and symptoms of IBS. Now, the next two beverages to avoid if you have IBS come from this article entitled Diet in Irritable Bowel Syndrome, What to Recommend, Not What to Forbid to Patients. So from that article, it was found that it's best to avoid carbonated drinks. Carbonated beverages may lead to increased gas bloating, which worsens symptoms of IBS. We talked about some of those associated symptoms like bloating. This can lead to worsening bloating and worsening gas that is associated with IBS. So examples of carbonated beverages include soda pop, club soda, and other carbonated beverages like some alcohols, some other cocktails, those types of drinks. And then it's also important to avoid alcohol consumption as well. Drinking alcoholic beverages, especially binge drinking, so drinking a lot in one episode or one sitting is associated with next day worsening of IBS symptoms, particularly diarrhea, nausea, and abdominal pain. So individuals who often binge drink, if they drink a lot, the next day, so the next day after they've drank, they'll have a lot of worsening IBS symptoms. So again, diarrhea, nausea, and abdominal pain. So again, it's best to avoid carbonated drinks like soda pop, club soda, and other carbonated beverages, as this can increase bloating that's associated with IBS. And it's also important to avoid alcohol consumption, especially binge drinking, as the next day often leads to worsening of IBS symptoms. So if you want to learn more about irritable bowel syndrome, including the risk factors, associated conditions, other signs and symptoms, how it's diagnosed and how it's treated, please check out my lesson on that topic. And if you haven't already, please consider liking, subscribing, and clicking the notification bell to help support the channel and stay up to date on future lessons. Thanks so much for watching, and I hope to see you next time.